0: 空が
1: Right, Victor Briggs, not Victorian Briggses.
2: No, we're uh, the, od- the other Briggses. Yeah, we're New England
1: Briggses up here in the highlands near Armidale. Is New England gone any better than Old England? Well, <laughs> that- <laughs> uh, look, it's weather-wise, it's beautiful
2: up here. It's always green. Um, the seasons they come and go. Um, the country, you know, with you on the on the left or right side, you know, when you're going down the dory goes, mm. The moment you you know that ocean's there, you you're just feeling good about yourself. The mental health, yeah, it's it gets restored again. Mm. Um, but on the other side, because rivers, when the catchments build up up here, they 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 um they contribute to all those rivers and creeks on both sides of the
1: inland. Mm. Mm.
2: So the, the fertility is all over the place up here. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah. And the higher you get higher you get on the plateau there, the cleaner the water is. It's sort of some of the cleanest water on earth there. But I was talking to Chelsea Marshall. She's in our lab, our Indigenous Knowledge Systems lab. She's in Gumbangi. And I'm all right. talking about the plateau there. And I was just, I was, just, we were having a laugh. She was laughing at me because I was complaining about it. Like, I, I don't like it. It makes me itchy there. Like, there's <laughs> too many itchy, stingy things, and I feel, I always feel sticky. And it's like, um, you know, there's leeches. Like, uh, all I remember is leeches. And thinking Where's at she? first, ah, oh, that's just country. She'd be right. Just let him have a bit of, yeah, let that leech have a bit of a feed off you. But then no one told me it was gonna itch for like a month afterwards. I tell you. Anyway. There's ticks,
2: ticks everywhere too.
1: Yeah, Leches yeah. all over
2: the place. You'll, yeah. always see, you'll always see roos going into the ocean to get rid of ticks. Ah. And wait a while, vines all through the rainforest country.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's... Come, a, come across that one always getting scratched, <laughs> scratched up. Just make yeah. making more itchy then. And you got them stinging nettle everywhere now too.
2: Stinging nettle. The further yeah. west you go, you, you get the sticky beaks and... Tiger pear and all Yeah. You'll learn about them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they go for your steel cap some of them.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no fun at all. So speaking of sticky beaks. Yeah. Anyway, jump in, tell, tell us more intro. For you, your mob, your work, your everything. Um
2: well my my grand, my grandmother came from Tinga. Sugar up on the mission there, Longgully. Mm. My grandfather, he was from, a new, from over Armidale Way, and he, he was born at PD Station. It's, near, it's on Gumbanga and Country. Um, all, that, all that area, so all the, all the family, he, him and his brothers all lived around Armidale and, and toed and froed all this area. Mm. And they were all... pop, pop. My grandfather was a ring barker. He broke horses in and he worked on properties... So he took on whatever work he could do, and um, so whether it's pea picking or go or the spuds, he was he was always out all the time. Whereas mm. Nan, she grew up in, on the mission there, and and um, Christianizing was a big thing there. Mm. A lot of the a lot of the people moved from um, from culture into the church had an influence in this, in assimilating people, yeah. and the movement got so strong there that um, a lot of the mobbed that toot and fro from the area, um, Christianity became the core of, of everything. So it went from there to as far across to Lismore, to Yamba even. And there was mm. people mobbed. I remember as, as a as a judge, and as a young fellow, the, um, we used to go to conventions all over the place. Mully um, mm. Mully, Tabulum, Amaral, um Gaira, all my nens, um, Cousins and and you um, know extended family were all, all became members of the of that church and um, it even went as far as Tumala and Moree So um, you know our, our mob adopted that mm. and that was that that upbringing. You know when mm. we, as young followers. So you know Nan um, was that way, but Pop wasn't. So there was um, personality clashes, but it eventually. Um, um, yeah, it kept, kept the family, um, those, because in the assimilation days, like I remember in Armidale, there used to be this mob going around and they were the, um, um, they call them the Naaman Farmers Association or something along those lines. And they, um, you had to grow vegetable gardens mm. and you, and to show that you were assimilating into society and... Um, so they had all these different little work ethics that people had to do to become responsible members of society. And so um, my auntie, my auntie, my, auntie Shaw, my mother's sister, she grew carrots and potatoes and, and you know capsicums and all sorts of vegetables. To, mm. you know, and, um, so, see so I remember that as a, as a young fella. And but apart from the many possums that used to be in the roof, um, so we all all us kids we all slept head to toe mm. um, and that was no matter where we went we were all, always head to toe so towing and throwing from tinga tinga to Amadol at tamworth um then eventually settled there mm. we lost lost our grandfather he, we, we we buried him at armadale mm. um so you know tough times but in them mm. times too mm. you know not a good and bad in every yarn, but mm. Um, mm. we eventually stayed in Tamworth and then went from there. Everything um, mm. sort of started started from there because Nan had to survive on her own then. So mm. um, with my mother and all that, look, she was living there in the and then she toured and fro back, Sydney and back to the New England. So um, um, my mother's other, other brothers, they stayed up here in in, in Amaral, whereas Shirl and my mother stayed in Tamworth, and the Country Music Festival kept my mother there at some stage. Because mm. um, in those times, there was a family from here, the Kelly Gang, and they used to go down to mm. to Tamworth and, um, and they used to busk in the streets there. And before you know it, uh, emotion started, and all different buskers that put their hats out to earn some money, because mm. times, times were tough there. You had to wait mm. for a year, damn it, I thought, on that Wednesday Thursday if you're on pigeons you know and so um, a lot of the um, those those guys were down there busking and country music was in its in its prime back then you know, mm-hmm. Roger no- Roger Knox was was there singing and then after a while after all different buskers from different area, surrounding areas came in mm-hmm. regional areas came in this a festival started and mm-hmm. all the and all those um, it Became commercial, commercialized then. So, all the, all the um, underground artists were not some of them made it through and mm. you know got record lab, you know, got brought out CDs and records and whatnot. But the other ones stayed underground and became underground mm. entertainers. But they always had a roof over their head and food in their stomach because, as entertainers, that's yeah, what yeah. happens, you know, you're always going to get welcome in to share that yarn or that, yeah, that soul. Um, my mother she and she was she toured and froed um when she went to Sydney she toured and fro me drew in Waterloo so I used to go and visit there but we mm-hmm. had cousins all, we had cousins all over the place so mm-hmm. we're always to and fro and yeah
1: but it's, the, well, it's funny what you said before you even talk um well, it made me, made me think that you were talking up uh, kinship stuff I can't remember exactly what you said but um it made me think you know you like um you know, so so a lot of settlers will say that you heard that phrase, uh, "brother from another mother." Mm. just how you said it made me think. Yeah, it's more like um, "mother from another brother." <laughs> in our way, how you, how you think about you know, you know that relation? Because brother from another mother ex- excludes their mother, and you're not really in relation to the family there. But um, you know, it's just yeah. a mate, just a mate, whatever floating around in the universe. But um, yeah, we think more in terms of a mother from another brother. Because yeah. yeah, anyway, I like that. that that thought when it jumped into my head.
2: Yeah. On 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 that same sort of note, when um going back to the church stuff, when when my when my auntie was gone and her, my first cousins were around, but they need you know they were they were, they were on the tip back then. So when they um, my mother used to put them on her tip. So mm. my mother was their mother. Uh, and that's how it is. That's how it is in families. Uh, your your, your aunties are your mums, and your uncles are your fathers. Yeah, because they help in raising you. And that's yeah. how it was. You know, it was yeah. tough love. It was mm. unconditional, mm. but it was tough love at times. Mm. Um, you know, Sydney was a bit of an eye opener because you know, country folk living in the city, um, seeing so many people live together. Mm. And, um it was like they were it was just madness but you get a sore neck looking up at the high rises mm. so that was just one thing i remember for the sore neck looking up mm. um and seeing all those you know all that granite uh the uh, granite sandstone buildings made you know like the around even the museum there mm. um but all around the sydney foreshore you see um see all that granite which was cut
0: out
2: of all that
1: rock. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, the, the whole place was created back then.
1: Yeah. It's so a bit of an eye-opener. Well, know, so much of them uh, rock carvings lost there like that too. You know, still when you go through, you know, um, all through all those sites, all those law sites, like right up from, and then right up to where the saltwater country gives way to freshwater, and you find them up ridge there and then further inland, and then you go on right out, you know, further north and south as well. You know, a lot of them sites you can see bulldozer tracks like across them, the ones mm-hmm. that are existing now as well. You know, the ones that have yes, just so been it. rescued at the last minute. You know, but there's um, also that law for all the ones that have gone. You know, yeah. where you still gotta to go to that place and, and think it, sing it, um, you know, do that biz there. It's 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 tricky, eh? On and um, Bronte,
2: when you walk on that track you'll you see the you'll see the um those that rock out there. Just off mm. the off the trail as you're walking, mm. but if you go behind the um the the what is it the um up at here, Narrabeen, the Sports Academy up on the hill there, you'll see a massive big granite rock and it's got yeah. rock carvings all all over it and pictures of whales and mm. kangaroos and, and men and mm. emus. Yeah, and that's that's 20k to the ocean.
1: Mm.
2: Mm. But the idea the the memories was carried up there to that that specific
1: yeah. place and Calvary. Well, all these Calvary. sites are part of processions You know, where you're going through stages of law where, you know, uh, ceremonies happening and uh, increased ceremonies are happening for land all the time, especially like you mentioned, whale, whale story in that place. So so big, eh? And, yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. You know, we, so we met, we met a few years back at a conference. I can't remember. I think I seem to remember there was a lot of uh, space space stuff and astronauts and stuff <laughs> in that uh, um but yeah I I, I I don't remember the topic and it doesn't really matter too much because they just dreaming. Uh, steam dreaming that's why i like steampunk kind of thing yeah uh, it's a bit weird and interesting but um but yeah but we kind of we, we we hit it off there and we've been young up ever since so not long after that you send me your, you sent me a thesis yeah on that um, ocean-going, ocean voyages, of, you know, in Aboriginal Australia, so, like going back millennia and all the story you carry for that, um, and that was really exciting. I'm like, Rose, pre,
2: pre, pre-colonisation, yeah,
1: yeah. You got to, you got to get this published. And you're like, oh, well, it's been sitting for a year on the publisher's desk. They didn't get back to me yet, and yeah, so we started pushing a bit and, and raising a bit of interest out, out in the public <laughs> around it, and yeah. And so they ended up. They run with it. So you get it's publishing. It's getting published in uh, six months. Yeah. So we don't want to do up. any spoilers. We don't want to do too many spoilers. Mm-hmm. We might talk like through it and around it and amongst it, um, but yeah, without sure. giving too much away. You know, um, it's really exciting stuff. And and this always leads us to be uh, reflecting and sharing story from um, Sky Camp, like uh, stars, Astro- astronomy, all that kind of stuff as well. But I'm not going a step further, Bros. Not until I talk about you as Othel- Othello. No, because you Classic. played Othello. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you I did. did. Now, do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember any? I don't know. You might be ashamed, but do you remember any monologues off the top of your head? And and if not, would you give us this one here? I just put in a chat. <laughs> Classic. I
2: remember Thello's last words. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to remember it all. Go on. Soft you a word or two before you go. I have done the state some service and they know it. No more of that. Mm. And let me speak of one that loved love not wisely, but too well. Of one not easily... Moved oh, uh,
0: well,
1: I've, I've done the state some service. I and know
2: it. I've done the States some service and know it.
1: no more yeah. of that. It's pretty much, no uh, that. that's your whole CV really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last, yeah. Anyway, I'm being cheeky now. No, um, for me, the, uh, it was
2: eight. Um, we did eight. Eight day performances and f- no, and no, four matinees, and the rest were all my performances. Sorry, mm. so, um, right at the time that was on the HSC, mm. I thought I was on the HSC, and um, so um, Armadale got smashed with schools coming from as far as Adelaide, mm. and um, this was done in 2000, and so, um, you know, schools from down the coast even came up, so we fitted. There was 400 seats, I believe, and mm. at times there was more than that, that the whole Bulla um hill on the side of, um, yeah, it was just filled with people. And there was also another uh, medieval society that did all their um, acting as well. Like when you go into your mm. seats, you'd have the Carnival crew there with their face masks uh, on oh, doing sweet. comical stuff. And,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. You know... Um, Sort of like they're, you know, um, they had fire twirling and all stuff, so mm. it fit the, the theme, just everything sort of added up at the time,
0: and mm.
2: Mm. it made your um, your theater experience more alive. And mm. yeah, it was, it was pretty deadly, mm. but uh, yeah, if, and the, for me, the um, to play that character, it's a big thing, you know, it's, mm. and I never. I, I was celebrated at the time for it here mm. but um mm. it never got universally known so yeah yeah i was i was happy with that because um mm. i you know the being celebrated in in the big bigger circles wasn't my cup of tea so no,
1: no they can they can recommend
2: yeah but i can you know i can reflect on that and say yeah i've done that and yeah it's not a lot of people have done that no um But that opened up doors at certain stages for other opportunities to come. You know, it it definitely brought me, um, it gave me a lot more confidence and the the ability to talk to people. Mm. And it helped me in my social settings and things like that. Mm. Um,
1: Yeah. and It does, eh? Well, look, I'm, I'm, you know, I've never been black enough to do Othello, but I was dark enough to do Petruchio. It's dark enough to be Spanish, but not dark enough to be a Moor. <laughs> that's That's, <laughs> no, it's, that's, good. that's good. it's just one of my favorite things about me. Just that little snippet, just casually there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, Perish, Perish, I thought
2: about wearing tights,
1: but. Uh, yeah.
2: It, was, it wasn't like we wore them every day on stage, but there was times that we had to. Well, you, wear
1: them. you're a brave man. You're a brave man to be an Aboriginal fella like. Um, you know, a few nights a week, performing in rural locations, choking out a white lady. It's that's a that's a, a perilous occupation. You're lucky you didn't get shot. Anyway,
2: it was look. You know, the 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 media um, talked it up. It was mm. the cinemas. The cinemas put snippets of it on at the cinemas and newspapers and you know the Courier Mail took quite wind of it. Um, mm. You know, but in the, in everything, you know, it's, everything has its yin and yang, there's mm-hmm. a balance there, good and bad. You get your mm-hmm. naysayers, you get, you get celebrated. You know, how lateral love is um, mm-hmm. in communities. It's um, Sometimes you get celebrated, sometimes you don't. So, mm.
0: well,
2: yeah.
1: Lateral love. Lateral <laughs> love. got to love yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we've seen some of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but look... Um, you know that, but the the thing that I guess the thing that really got me was your thesis. It got me really excited, and I'm really I'm more excited that it's going to come out in six months. This is like a, um, you know, this is my hot pick, my hot pick for the book of the year. Next one to make a big big splash in Australia, potentially, internationally, depending on how much it ends up getting used for culture war bait. Mm. You know, I mean, you've tweaked it a lot to try and take out uh, a lot of the potential divisive, you know, nah, nah, blackfellas are smarter than you were thousands of years ago. You know, um, white people are evil. You know what I mean? Like uh, you (laughs) try to make sure it's tweaked and framed in a certain way. So it can't be picked up and carried that way. But I think it will anyway. I mean, just the fact that you're talking, you know, like you're talking about highly contested, um, you know, archaeological stuff and, and archaeological theories. Um, but then also, you know, the story from your family, but then that, uh, of course that cave art that has the, um, that has the ocean going vessel, you know, like the oldest depiction of an ocean going vessel in the world. And that's something that um, pretty much there's a lot of people, you know, with various uh, interests and stake and capital and stuff like that in, in this country who, um, as soon as they hear the name of that place, they just go red in the face and start yelling. So (laughs) it doesn't really matter how you frame it. That's my hot pick. And I reckon it'll go, I reckon the sales will go through the roof because people will be, um, people will be just having to choose a Twitter position about it. And and so they'll buy it and like take a photo of themselves holding it and stuff like that. You watch. That's my hot pick for this year is your book. It's the one I'm (laughs) going to tell everybody about in the build-up. buildup. I'm not going to shut up six months, I'm going to be talking this one up and um, that's my hot pick for what I reckon is going to go uh, yeah, viral for like Christmas 2022. Uh, it's deadly, my brother. It's... Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's just something really, mind you, I didn't read your final draft yet. So Jesus, fingers crossed. I hope you didn't mess it up too much. But yeah, what's so just in a nutshell, in a kind of nutshell with no spoilers, how do you come into this story? Even if you're coming through family way, because I know you didn't finish your, your, um, your proper protocols and intros before. So if you want to weave your way oh, back in through there and then come into that big I family just, story and that, that one that goes out to Hawaii and um, maybe come in that way.
2: Well, while I was at uni, I used to go and visit my grandmother um, in Tamworth and um, just lo and behold, me and uncle, because they were always um, travelling overseas. And that, because they were in that ministry work um, they traveled to Hawaii but well, they've been all over the, all over the world and they they were there sitting and we were at the dinner table and, and a yarn just came out where he said um, Uncle Tim said um, when he was in Hawaii he was on one of the islands over there and um, one of the one of the old uncles there said that his grandfather's grandfather told him a yarn about our our people used to go over there on the trade winds mm. and we we helped them with resources and things like that. And, and, I, and I, I was thinking about it like if I, if I ever, um, when I finished my award, that could be another subject area I could look at mm. later, mm. unbeknownst to my uncle at the time. And so he didn't even know, like after I completed, I, um, I, I started working, I'd done tutoring, mentoring, a bit of lecturing here and there done Whatever I could, project officer, engagement officer, student support, done all these different gigs while I was mm-hmm. going into that, um, into the master's area. Then that, that was my thesis topic canoeing ancient songlines.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, um, because the, most of the research was done, in, you know, in camp, I tutored in Canberra and Sydney a lot. Um, there's a, there's a South Sea area there at, at ANU but I utilized it a fair bit and also at the national library and not just the national library, but Mitchell in the city. Mm. And so, um, instead of going to Tonga or New Zealand or, or Hawaii, there was still a lot of information there, just enough mm. to get me through. And mm. so, um, it wasn't like I was Mr. T afraid of jumping on planes, mm.
0: <laughs> mm. but
2: uh, I just took, took advantage of what was already there. Mm. And so, um, uh, in the end, um, um, the, the National Library, after I completed, I get, a, I get an email from him saying, um, We're going to host a Captain Cook exhibition um, soon. Do you want to come in and talk about your research that you did on canoeing around Australia? And so I went in and had that conversation with him and, and said, Yeah, no worries. And I was invited to speak. And I, yeah, and the, that was the YouTube clip that, um, that later on came out. Um, but the, 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 the research was um, was very in-depth. I had to go places where we you know there was a lot of bigotry towards um, our people back in those earlier times. Um, mm. There was a lot of um, boundaries that I, I crossed. Um, but, you know, the, it made me think, you know, how come our, you know, with treaties, when you think about treaties and stuff later on, how come... Our cultural know-how wasn't wasn't um, discussed or celebrated enough to have a treaty,
0: because
2: mm. um, today that's still an issue that comes up with ceding um, sovereignty and things like that, or mm. the or the or the in-house state issues that we have with um, mass incarcerations of, of um, minorities or, or Indigenous Aboriginal males, and um, these issues all surround surrounded are all around um, country not being ceded. And um, so that's the core issue of why well, we have so many mm. um, issues with, with our people, not just from um, mental
1: health and trauma, but the core of it is is, um, mm. is that. Well, look, uh, I mean, that- a lot of the core assumptions and premises behind that sort of denial of sovereignty in the first place, a lot of the core justifications that are based on you know, massive errors of attribution, massive, um, just logical flaws and, and just wrong story in general, you know, bad story. Um, some, uh, a lot of the things that you look at with the canoeing, you know, particularly the international trade side of things, um, really, really kind of uh, would upset the apple cart with a lot of those, those core assumptions you Know about this unknown place, this terra incognita, and you know, age of discovery, law of discovery, um, etc. etc.
2: Some of the language says they just jumped on, on um, log, log graphs and floated, and they, yeah, yeah. they found the country by default. So, you know, there's when you look at um, um, discriminatory assumptions, um that all sums up but the time you know you remember Darwinism
0: mm-hmm.
2: back in the, in that era and mm-hmm. um, it was the times the classism of the times and you know even when you think when you look at Diamond's depictions were Jared Diamond when he when he wrote Guns Gems and Steel mm-hmm. and other other different um, whether it's archaeology of the dream time some of the depictions still have that there is still bigoted assumptions there in the language mm-hmm. and and so Conquerors, when you look at colonisation, colonising nations never celebrate mm. the, the conquered. It's always mm. their story that's celebrated or discussed. It's not like mm. the cowboys and, in, cowboys mm. and Indians. It's mm. always Indians are depicted as, the, as the, mm. the cat snakes and we're here fighting, but we're actually conquering them. It's an imperial mm. thing.
1: Um, well, bigotry isn't even the first principle in there you know no, the bigotry is not a cause bigotry is an effect i reckon like you know these are not bigot, bigoted at all well, yeah that you could put that adjective on there but what's that coming from it's coming it's more imperial stuff and it's more in terms of self-interested holding on to holding on to capital um, you know holding on to being able to cons- control you know the extraction points and, and all this sort of stuff um, you know like i think and i think land as capital is the um, is the root of all evil in, in this. And it's kinda of like um, you know, your bigoted ideologies and assumptions and wrong stories there need to be in place in order to um to keep that system that system of extraction and uneven distribution of resources going, um, for a handful of bloody oligarchs. And there's always millions of useful I- idiots that um <laughs> are conscripted into the service of the oligarch. Yeah. Yeah. That's one way of looking at it. It is, yeah. Um, but the um, the subtle,
2: the subtly, the subtle. How can you put that? Reword that. Subtly, subtly. I'm just trying to. Um,
1: it's difficult because it's got a B in there that that looks like it should make a sound.
2: Well, yeah. Was, when you look, you look at. um the story of Homer in. In um, *Odyssey* and *The Iliad*, and St. Augustine's, and so it's the conversations around Alexander the Great, mm. *City of God*, *City of God*, mm. and there's an encounter on the high seas of, of um, with the captain and the pirate, and Alexander demands that the pirate ship halt and he yells out, oh, "How dare you terrorize these waters as a thief?" And then um, the, the pirate turns around and says, "Um, and." The, yeah, and then he, he answers back, he says, how, ter- how dare you terrorise the, the whole world and you call yourself an emperor and you can call other men um, as pirates and thieves and dictators mm-hmm. and rogue, st- rogue states and failed states and states mm-hmm. that have to be invaded or occupied. You justify yeah. yourself um, as you justify yourself and what you do, but you're actually like a priest of lies. Yeah. So when you look at that and you think about that, Conversation in Homer. I think it was mm. a short time. Homer. I read it there somewhere, and um, so in, imperialism played its part in, um, in in conquering. So you know, I think about those yarns when I, I thought about that when I was um, writing that thesis on canoeing ancient songlines, because the, my story was pre-colonisation. What it was like before this area had before Torres and, and and Quiros, the two mm. Portuguese explorers, Portuguese, mm. Spanish, Spanish, um, before they came here, like the reports of the Portuguese sailors said that the whole country was at, at the mercy of fire in the top end. Mm. Um, so you know when they when they were finding um,
1: That's one way of looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But no uh, Yeah and like To Them,
2: um, when you look at all these movies of the lost world and Mm. you know King Kong, and you know, um, you know, people were finding um, archaeologists and anthropologists were finding skulls Mm. in Okinawa and places like Tierra del Fuego, Mm. and there was a then then the evidence suggests that the um, uh, there was an indigenous um, there was an Asian um, genetic code there so mm. people were people were um, cohabiting with, with locals and, and whatnot. so mm. you know this was before before colonization so um, just different reports on different areas so like, how did this all come, come apart so I, I looked into ethnobotanical knowledge even mm. to, um, to back up my story where it culture, religion, um, trade and astronomy, so in yeah. order to have a founda- foundation there to, to conversate about, I had to look at all different areas to support my argument. Mm. And, um, you know, people can take it with a grain of salt, but mm. the evidence suggests otherwise. So yeah, um, so with my, with the, with, where the story was going was to show that, you know, we had the, we had the um, navigational know-how to, to make it to island hop using mm. the, um, Using the um, the seasons and the, reading the ocean currents as master master navigators,
0: mm.
2: and we we made it to places like such as Hawaii and Tierra del Kenoa, mm.
0: anywhere
2: anywhere in the Pacific. There was there was um, we had an influence.
1: Mm. That's really yeah, interesting. My- it's it's funny though. You you pull on one thread anywhere in there. And, you know, entire disciplines start to unravel, you know, and it could just be, you know, one aspect, like a a part of a timeline of of what you're looking at. And basically, you know, that means that um, that would have to be defended rigorously because, you know, basically that's the reason they never add, no matter how old the things are they find here, they have to keep just calling them anomalous. Like there's a mountain of anomalous <laughs> dated finds here, but they can't recognize anything being older than 65,000 years here. They can maybe stretch a little bit more, but um, in the end, you can't go past 65 and still have the um, out of Africa theory work. Unless you also have people ocean going, like really quite, uh, you know, with quite advanced ocean going technology. And then that, that um, that makes things difficult then too. That makes things difficult um, for a lot of other the basis of a lot of other theories and you know assumptions about um, you know who leads the world's technology and who led and who discovered what. Um, so there are a lot of things that are threatened, um, you know, by this.
2: Um, well, you, you mentioned um, out of Africa when you when you read the books of a, from of a Van Sertema, he wrote Blacks Science, and he was hmm. saying that in his in his content he was saying that you know the, the cradle of civilization had kings and, mm. and there was aeronautics people were having, getting around on hang gliders and mm. and they were these were the first people who made planes and so um, you know the the council of um, Egyptian princes that were mm. buried in tombs they're all mm. you know where's all this, where's all that conversation? Like, mm. It's always the dominant social group celebrated
1: there. You've got to go to um, History Channel for that with the ancient aliens. Uh, so you- <laughs> with that guy with the, the weird hair. Yeah. So un- unfortunately, <laughs> the, a flag's been planted in that, uh, in that part of the <laughs> archaeological landscape and, and it's a shitty flag. And, and so uh, nobody wants to go there now. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> they jumped yeah. on any tidbit that looks like that and kind of bent it the wrong way. Uh, no one wants to lose their career over that.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I always thought, um, and probably jumping on topic here, but, you know, um, uh, Kuwait mm. and Mexico. Mm. But, Saddam believed that was historically that was just like Taiwan is linked to the to China and mm-hmm. Mexico is part of the US, um, but nationalism created borders, borders mm. and um, so our, our when you think about it, Aboriginal Australia, we you know we our this cultural know how it was
1: it mm. was erudite and it was just reciprocated all across mm. it was governance shared. governance systems which yeah. what's what's interesting is that that's what in your family story that's what your ancestors were trading with hawaii because there's only so many goods you can take in a canoe there yeah. but um i recall you talking up that that's what they took there was was um was governance models and ideas that could be used to innovate a system that would prevent you know Polynesian imperialism kind of 2.0 or 3.0 or whatever. Prob- problem solving. Um, yeah. Uh, critical thinking. Mm. Even.
2: the uh, Not saying that they already had that. it's just how you can see um, how the, the Papua and um, how that island hopped across from Papua and Big Men to, to um to um, chiefs and then t- later on militarised and religious, mm. you know, um, and the, the longer you're out at sea, you're believing in higher entities. Yeah. And Th- Thor Heidel, when you think about when he wrote the Tiki, when he came up with the Tiki expedition, mm. Um, mm. Um, he tried to prove that um, Polynesians came out of um, South America. and But the... The evidence suggested it was Southeast Asia mm. and um, that's where the, so the Melanesian
1: strain came mm. from, from that area. There's got to be or a through. connect there with the Ainu, the Ainu mobs in Japan, mm. eh? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. The Bering Strait, for instance, you know, mm. the people that when the land, when the before the sea levels rose, the people mm. were towing and throwing that, using that um, platform before, um, before the sea levels rose. So, you know, we, um, our, our stories, our stories, um, even, even though six, 7,000 years ago when the sea levels rose, our, our stories are still relevant on, mm. you know, 200, 200 K out on the ocean there's still, mm. still song lines and still dreaming and there's still conversations there, Yeah, but it's all ocean now. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, you go back to Seoul and Gongwana and mm. how New Guinea was connected to us and that relationship with us and TI. And, and before that, but probably mm. TI was probably not even...
1: Mm. It, was, it was all a people there, you know? Mm. And that trade um, up through Indonesia. Trade through it Indonesia. been going for so so long.
0: Mm.
1: And that's
2: where that's, we spoke about the crocodile dreaming that time. And, uh. you know, it split in two and people...
1: Yeah,
2: people um, evolved out of that dreaming story mm. with a set of brothers. You've also got other dreaming stories like down in the Rundry, the two women that came up out of the, from, the, from the river there in the Kangaroo Island. Mm. And, um, you know, we've got the Gumbanger story, the mm. two women that came up and, you know, created the people and then Birrigan, the hero ancestor, mm-hmm. gave, gave all the mob languages down the
1: coast. And out, out west, it was those two sisters there too with a uh, big fella there. Uh, and army there chasing them. Like, oh, yeah. when the, and it was crocodiles that took them out. Narren Lake there, and that's where he tracked them. I tracked them yeah. there got it and got them back. Yeah. Then that's crocodile story in a place where, because of the climate changing over the millennia, that there's not crocodiles there anymore. It's too cold. So they don't come that far south, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. I, I I recall it now. I'm getting that map from that that yarn that we had. that was about four hours. I think it was about a year ago, a year and a half ago. I'm getting that map back in my head now from all those stories. Yeah. there's um. Yeah. Mm, so many so many um. Marundari, there. chasing those two wives. Is that Kangaroo Island? When you when you give me that one, I got the map back in my head. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Mm. Culture's beautiful when yeah. it's when it all unfolded and and unravelled and and, mm. and and spoken and then you start to understand
1: country then. Mm. You well, that map's it. taking taking you right up into Asia. Yeah. Cro- crocodile story. Yeah, it does. And it links East
2: Timor and it links East Timor and, and some islands are there um, in uh, Indonesia. Mm. Because of them people on the, on the West Coast of New Guinea, they, they all understand that story. Mm. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, younger people as well, they know it. Mm. Um, you know they... Um, you know, with... Baru. They say that... Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? 18th, 17th century reports... Castle's, you know, torn and fro mm. in the north, um, leaving their youth with our, with our people and mm. them being put through ceremony and then come mm. back on the next trade win. And and um, they're going through levels of knowledge there,
0: mm.
2: being educated. And then it's all, of course, it's all trade, but um, reciprocation of different knowledge systems, mm. from stone tool to, to um, stone to metal.
1: Mm. Um, so, um, well, there was an emb- embassy system there. There was a quarantine system in place under the big tamarind tree there, yeah. as that as that marker, you know, in the story. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So this We've contract on, right?
1: contract lasts as long as that seed grown tree, old tree, as long as that oh. tree stays. You know, is um, yeah. one another way of looking at that. Yeah. Trees
2: are trees are important in that discussion mm. too. Mm. you know you look at in gamemilaroy country the all the all the um trees that were the symbols of of of, of law yeah you know the the law is always there and it's yeah. reminding people about dreaming country and mm. dreaming country and um
1: uh, yeah the law the dreaming and and people mm. yeah there's and, carved trees all in that region kind of for Wiradjuri as well and Mullroy, mm. Ullroy, all them mobs are in there. They got the same uh, thing. You know, when you see them, it sort of gets you right in the guts. You know,
2: it reminds you of your your um, your your commitment to being a steward mm. for regeneration and conservation and sustainability.
0: Yeah,
2: and, and caring for caring for mother, mm. caring for country. Because one day we're going to go back there. It's just um, you just you've been endowed with your, whether it's 60, 70 winters in your, in your life journey, the mm. two stages of life, all that stuff they talked
1: about. Mm. Um, well, for us. Well, for us. For us. That's why it's funny. You know, when they moved they moved uh, forward, the the age that you'd have to be at to collect your superannuation, what they call 401k in the United States, right. you know, um, they moved it forward to the exact uh, average age of death for an Aboriginal male. <laughs> male. Always felt like there was a bit of a slap in the face. <laughs> and I heard that. Yeah. And they said, uh, all right, everybody, you're going to have to collect your superannuation a little bit later. Blackfellas, if you're male, you, uh, you're not going to collect it at all. But your kids will enjoy it. So that's a good thing. <laughs> By the time, by the time I'm that, old, by the time that comes around, it's like, I don't know, you maybe have like half a million, million, hey, stuff it, two million. Let's say you got two million in your super, it's probably going to be enough to buy a small car. At that stage, you know, it's <laughs> it's monopoly money, It doesn't, yeah. mean, doesn't mean anything. Anyway, now I'm getting off topic. No, that is yeah. not finance. That that's not trade. That's finance. Um, you know, I think it's funny because story and trade, it, it's coming, it, the same thing. Because really that currency always with trade is, the currency is story. You know, the yeah. value, the value is in the relations that are created. You know, it's not necessarily in the goods. You know, they're not the things, items of value. You know, it's like story is currency and relationship is value. Yeah, and, um, and the goods flowing you know these are objects energy information um, you know things moving Mm -hmm. and keep systems open keep systems dynamic um, keep systems from stagnation but also always with those good borders in place where you being judicious about what comes in and what goes out yeah that's right you know like with that tamarind tamarind tree which is native here now like you know like with that dingo, that Asian dog.
2: Yeah, there's yeah. even depictions of um, of the the Tassie tiger in in um, up in Kakadu. It's painted on artwork there. Yeah, true and God. Then, and, then, and then they're saying, "Well, okay, it was is it just a Tasmanian thing, or is it been you know, this all across the country?" No, I it's in the fossil
1: record. It's in the fossil record. It was the yeah dingo coming in. Ended up taking over its ecological niche there, and uh, and its place in the law. So now you mm. still got a few just things in place like the quoll, spotted quoll, all them different quolls, and that's about it. Step one and dingo,
0: yeah.
2: I guess where I was going in the yarn was going back to a time where it was the Holocene, mm. like, or even the Pleistocene. What mm. sort of creatures? What sort of creatures were getting around on country then? And you know, even from a spirituality side of the thing, Spirit of that mm. thing still here, on country. Marsupial you know, lions. Our old people always talk, you know. We spoke giant about the lizards,
1: bun,
2: the bunyip, mm. and all that stuff, you know, back in the mm. day. Mm. Um, so you know, when you decolonize the way you think you you start to appreciate all those yarns. Yeah. And um, like I, I, you know, it was reflected on that on that yarn, mm. and how like in that Hunter region. Yeah, it was all that yarn was about greed. And mm. yet, when you, when you travel through that area, through the Hunter region from Musselbrook down to, to Nui, to the Nova mm. country, you see um, what, my, what mining has done there mm. in that manner of, of exploitation.
0: Mm.
2: Um, environmental consciousness first, environmental exploitation.
0: Mm. There's
2: a, always a clash of, of culture there, the way people think. Um, so, you know, I always think about that. Mm. Like the story it was there, you know. And you take a, take a um, feather out of Kim Scott's um, material, the way how we wrote taboo and um, mm. that other book, Dead
1: Man Dance.
2: Dead Man Dance, yeah. Um, so I always think about that, no matter where I go now. What story was always there yeah. before? You know, this was this highway trumped. Was this used to be an old um, trade route? Was just an old walking track back in the mm. day, mm. Um, but now it's trumped with a massive highway. Mm. Or you know that school over there that used to be you know was that a women's birthing site? Mm. And, they, and they built that on top of it. So you mm. you, you think about all that stuff now when you do, yeah. The way you think. Yeah. Um. And that's yeah, that's um, that's left out of discussion. Yeah. So people people don't think like that
1: anymore. It's funny the stuff you see, like, uh, you know, when you're doing your bizzo out on country, you know, when you're in that timeless way, it's it's funny the stuff you glimpse. I did see on the Murray River one time, um, I'm doing some, like, so many stuff around there, and um, and I did see a tree kangaroo. There. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, a really old thing, extinct for, you know, Know tens of thousands of years, that one, hmm. Wow, which was pretty freaky, yeah. I don't know I think I would have preferred to see Harry Man. I don't know why, but it really freaked me out when I seen that thing. (laughs) But it got me me thinking, like, I think in all kinds of things about the protodons and all that sort of thing, and that maybe they're going the wrong way in the debate in terms of because it's you got people politicizing, so on one side trying to go you know no aboriginal people are you know environmental green friendly 100% free range organic uh, culture you know they look out and then you've got on the other side they say no they killed all the megafauna they killed all the diprotodons they just ate them lazy just knocked them and ate them you know they, they did more damage to australia than anybody did after captain cook they did all the damage themselves they just came here like probably only 2,000 years ago and started killing everything. We're lucky we arrived at a the place. Um, you know, so you're getting those both sides there and, and maybe in a way both wrong because you look at all our stories. You mentioned Tidlik before, and we've done yeah. a, deep, a deep dive in this with the lab because we're looking at scale, you know, when we're looking at global economics and things like this, we'll, and we're looking at antitrust stuff and looking at Facebook and looking at all these massive, you know, Bezos kind of Amazon Prime, massive entities in the world, and you know, so we look at all our old stories for megafauna and tittleck that one. We yeah. talked to Dean Sanders, what am I follow for that one? Um, you know, and we're kind of going ah, like a lot of our dreaming stories are um, antitrust dreaming for bringing down these megafauna and going. You can't scale that big. You got to <laughs> you got to have many. Smaller diverse things distributed through the landscape. That's the only way it can work. You know, all these eras that went before with all these freaking dinosaurs, mammoths, all these things can't last. Mm. Can't be agile that way. You have one predator, one predator or one like, you know, herd animal, one massive aurochs like a giant cow or a big woolly, woolly rhino or something taking up space. He's taken up like 10 different ecological niches could yeah. be taken up better by diversity of species, makes the system resilient, uh, keeps things moving through the system, makes increase happen better. You know, um, you know, megafauna only works in, um, in short term, relatively speaking, um, like mega megafauna, like your two big stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Except the blue whale, but yeah. that's a different, that's a different dreaming there. Mm.
2: The, um, Going back to Gumbenga, the women's the women's totem is a nine woodpecker. Mm. And when you look at the ecosystem, it's that thing is only um, if that ecosystem is ruined, it won't leave because of predation, mm. um, it won't leave where it's that area. Yeah. So um the lesson I guess for um Goombenga women is don't go don't go down to like country yeah. to find a husband. Yeah, that's you, know, a... you will keep your culture strong by staying in this area mm. and that being the, the the message is there for 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 the women you know you, you don't need to go outside of your country keep it strong keep your your stories and your language and your and the beauty of your mm. um, of the knowledge here keep it strong
1: by staying grounded and no one nobody told him yoga's on Buja, that story though they go everywhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah. North, South East, they're all over. Uh, yeah. Well, look,
2: um... um patriarchal communities get a shock when they um you know they say they say it was uh you know matristic mm. you know, because of rainbow serpent mm. or when they come here and um when you think about ancestor creator stories which every every nation mm. has a ancestor creator or in dreaming story mm. which is relevant to all different countries but then but that yarn the rainbow serpent yarn trumps it all mm. because the, the snake the snake conversation is in everything
0: yeah
2: it's everywhere it's wherever there's water there's that yarn will come mm. up mm.
0: Um,
2: I don't think patriarchal communities um, related too well to it yeah um because they yeah, because women had a conversation there in law and stuff like that.
1: Mm, mm. Um, yeah, just... Yeah, that's him. A lot, lot to it. Well, look, you know, if you look at uh, patrilineal... So we've got patrilineal and matrilineal mobs, kinship systems yeah. in Australia, you know, and it's, it's interesting to look at them both and see, you know, like often in your matrilineal mobs, women are a lot more restricted you know, like they run the show in a lot of ways, but then also restricted in holding that circle really tight and close, you know? Yeah. And um, ironically, in a lot of the patro- patrilineal ones, there's a lot, of, a lot more freedom of movement, um, you, you know, for yeah. women. Yes, it's, it's not as much in, inwards looking. There's always that, um, in your patrilineal communities, there's always a focus on uh, adoption, adoption of marriage out of the community. It's about increasing the diversity, uh, in the community and increasing those relationships out far and wide. Um, matrilineal ones often—it's—it's kind of—it seems counterintuitive, you know, from a European perspective, because from that perspective, the idea as well—a wom- women's, woman's logic is more connective and, you know, dispersed and, and relational, you know. <laughs> um, but you know, often, you know, in our way. You know, um, you know, that matrilineal way is, is, is a lot more, um, you know, contained and, and internal, yep. you know, uh, rather than external relation. You know, it's about holding things really close, real tight at the centre. Yeah.
2: You can see the influence there from the Seven Sisters
1: conversation. That's him. Yeah. Yep. Plays that little, a little one there. there. That little one went the wrong way. Or hmm. got taken wrong way depending on where you are, depending on whether you're in Africa or ancient Greece or all the other places in the world where the seven sister story goes. Um, Yeah, but it's always the same thing. That little one, something happens, uh, sexual wrong way. And then, um, Mm. yeah, it sets some things in motion. That's a tension that pretty much goes in cycles forever. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah,
2: brother. um Yeah. Going back to um, Kim Scott there you know in places like The Gap in, in Sydney
0: Yeah
2: um, or even um, during colonisation um, got King's Cross
0: today mm. Mm.
2: Um, patriarchal communities no women on board mm. now, now you get a manifestation of a, an area um, go back to The Gap like the um, people get once they've they've gone there for that reason. You know, does it thing go find another host? Yeah. For the story, repeats itself. Mm. Um, so you know, the um, the whole country is is alive in these conversations. Yeah. And we were talking about um, uh, Stamets' conversation with the mice. Mus- mm. <laughs> going back to that, um, the mushroom yarn. Yeah the master of mushrooms, Paul Stamets,
0: mm. who
2: talks about, um, how the, you know, how, how, um, fungi can just pop up anywhere in any, any ecosystem, mm. anywhere in the world. And, and then with plant matter comes animals and then animals comes ecosystems and yeah. life. And, um, so yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I guess that at
1: the end of the no no keep going Russ sorry
2: I guess at the end of the day um that's how that supports our um that's why we do our, our welcomes and acknowledgements mm. and, um I'm all, I'm always have been strong on that mm. um because because country provides for everything yeah. gives us our everything that we have here mm. and, you know and, if, and if anyone if, if anyone's you know, those who are watching you only, you only gotta listen to some of these conversations and um, how he talks about uh, how the networking of of mice I'm sure it's mycellin. I don't know if that's how they
0: mycelium.
2: Um, uh, mycelium, and how and how they network on in um, in the in the earth and how, you know and the way we think today and how mm-hmm. how mad man is and how we've created Weapons of destruction and, and, you know, look at Russia and Ukraine today. Oh, yeah. You know, mm. yeah. You know, um, society's changed massively. Um, so that's another, another, you know, another yarn right there.
1: Yeah. Well, that, that is another series of yarns because that's, uh, that's intersecting with a whole heap of different disciplines that are grappling with that but it's um you got to be across you got to be across a lot of different <laughs> a lot of different things unfortunately they can't do law and yarns in one place um yeah anymore. things are kept in faculties and areas of expertise yeah. and specialization just sort of siloed around the joint they've been getting yeah. better at talking since COVID, but acres of the everybody you know getting a bit more flash gordon with their zooms you know, but then at the same time, um, also that uh, Operation Warp Speed where everybody was sharing and uh, looking at pre-publication findings, sharing databases and data together, labs were just swapping info going, oh, we just made it do this. What do you got there? Oh, yeah, we yeah. use that. Look here, yeah, you can have this one. Watch out of chest tubes, have some brass. You know what I mean? Sharing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so I think uh, things have taken a bit more of a move towards collaboration and collaborative yeah. thinking and open source sort of knowledge and, and that kind of come around the fire together, which is, which is pretty cool. So you're getting a lot more multidisciplinary thinking now. I don't think there's many oh. projects that I work on now that, that are just uniquely one discipline. You know? While you were
2: saying that, I was thinking of Microsoft and Amazon and Facebook yeah. and all that stuff in the background there.
0: So yeah, I
1: could see where that was, where that was going. Yeah. yeah oh that's it beautiful. that's it well i don't know why they called that microsoft they should have called a macro hard if anything like <laughs> Is um, yeah
2: yeah we were we were talking about um hey ryan there Ah, oh, that's uh, right last time
0: and, and bring, um, bringing
1: me back to the map
2: yeah and um and how the all all um indigenous cultures have have their have their view of the warrior warrior mm. societies. Mm. You know, no matter where you are in the world, um, yeah, you've got that um that, that warrior fa- society.
1: That's what that valley is everywhere. Yeah,
2: yeah, and um, and, you know, with, uh, with 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 navigation in um, Aboriginal people traversing not just country but also the ocean. Mm. Um, you know song, song lines are, are, are corridors or pathways of, of knowledge embedded in the land the sea and the sky mm. and when you think about um, using the Southern Cross I know it's I know it's used by a lot of other means today the dominant social group they the tattoo the Southern Cross on them and it's used and all that it's all on, it's on everything yeah well, know, it's, it's like a, it's, it's
1: Australia's it, Australia's swastika it's symbol. Yeah, it's a symbol yeah it's a it's a um, it's a far right white white supremacist symbol. Now, when tattooed on the body or flown on a flag, yeah.
2: But in terms of longitude, latitude, we use that. We use that as a uh, as a platform to navigate you know, yeah. south, north, south, east, west trajectories. On, That's not just on country, but also on the ocean. And um, so you know, Polaris and um, was it Polaris? Uh, the Big Dipper,
0: mm-hmm. the Little
2: Dipper, um, yeah. There's so many um, conversations around around the stars there, you know, and the fertility, fertility mm. as well. The the mirroring of, of the mm. celestials um, on on Earth, you know, in, into existence, and mm. there's just such a beauty beauty there. Yeah. Um, but our, you know, master navigators, how they were using that know-how to read the, wait for that right season, that right trade wind to come, and yeah. work in conjunction with the celestials to, to make your destination, whether it's three, four days, five days, could be two weeks on the ocean, but you're going to get there somehow, taking yeah. chances. Um, so the, so um, the science of that. Is uh, it, the impact of colonisation played a part there in some mm. of that know-how being lost? But it was, but it was, um, it, it was still there in people and mm, mm. and um and Micronesian's, according to David Lawson and other um other um, Polynesian academics, they they said that um, that Micronesian's. Had, had all that cultural know-how and they um, they brought it back to peoples who um, were impacted by by um, by colonization and whatnot so mm. um, so now mm. you have you know all these old massive you know double hole um, massive you know people carriers towing and throwing Hawaii and Tahiti and whatnot and it's, mm. it's definitely mm. to see them. Back there, doing in the old ways, you know. Yeah. in the old ways like what they used to do. Yeah, that's him. Um, over there in that, in that, for them followers over there. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like my, my cousin, she, her husband, he, he come from Badu Island. Mm. And so um, they have to know, they have to know star knowledge to survive. Mm. It's one thing they get taught. Mm. They, they they get taught the Celestials to survive mm. because if you ever lost out on the ocean, you know how to find your way back home. Yeah, that's it. So it's a survival thing. Um, it's a beautiful thing. Um, we just us mainlanders we don't get taught that much. Yeah. Um, but it's just um, it's going out there and, and networking and being with the right groups to mm. to learn about it and. Um, and, you know, being welcomed into that country
1: and to, to you know, to get shared that know-how. Hmm. Well, and like, you know, reactivating those mycelium-like trade routes and networks yeah. from, our, from our one country, our entire country, um, you know, system, economic system that existed before, hmm. you know, where everybody went out for, went out to everywhere. People would walk thousands of kilometres to go for you know, that big business event there every three years. Another one here every seven years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they always yep. find it there. You know, from Brewarrina to um, you know, Bunya Mountains to yeah. you know, Al- Alpine Victoria. You know, all these ones have been going for forever. You know, there's big gathering, you know, cyclic bun- gathering and things.
2: Interesting you said that because it's like the bunya nut when you cut it in half. It's like a pentagram,
1: right? Oh, yeah. I've never cut it that way um i do smash it at the end so it doesn't blow up on me it's like a <laughs> hand grenade first time i done that didn't smash it on the end it's like a hand grenade everybody got <laughs> smashed with well, it and it blew up
2: yeah i think uh, the botanical gardens in sydney had a few of those trees there and mm. people always avoided them because if you got hit with one you yeah it you fell bowling ball mm. you're going to find out the hard way Yeah. Um, I've seen them everywhere in the botanical gardens, but I don't think there are as many there anymore. Yeah. Uh, you'll know. You'll know what if you. <laughs> yeah. But the Bunya, yeah. The, no, it's good that you said that Bunya Mountains because mm. that um the pentagram side of things. I think that was a lot of a lot of mob. We um they had they had a lot of had a lot to do with culture.
0: Mm.
2: Um, celebrating weddings and ceremonies, yeah. validation yeah. from ancestors. Mm. In dancers and um, and also the celestials, mm. um, because of the, the star side of it. Look, look around the world; you got the pentagon. Mm. Mm. Um,
1: oh, look! There's you know, lots of lots of geometries and patterns in that plant that you know, carry that big law. It's um yeah.
2: I think masons were, f- were full aware of all that. Mm. The um, even the, the triangle and whatnot, because our law is a
1: free system. Mm. Um, i mean aware in the same way of like that like a kid is aware of rocket science when he says i want to be an astronaut and draws it with a crayon yeah i'm not being very generous there that was a bit competitive i take it back <laughs> i take it back yeah. your freemasonry yeah, right. is great freemasonry is great law <laughs> it's 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 lovely it's very advanced you're, you're clever yeah. yeah
2: again that's another conversation
1: yeah um. Yeah, well, it's another so, one, maybe for the History Channel one too, eh? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you mentioned um the trade there. You know, you think about the ethnobotanical knowledge that was shared mm. on those on those trade routes. Um, mm. you, you see in the in the book where I talk about mimosa. You know, there's, there's a couple of different species of mimosa in Australia, but this particular one. F- furnace, furnace, furnace. A O mm. comes from um, comes from Argentina area. Right. It, it was um, found. It was found in um, uh, in South Australia right? Mm. Mm. How, did, how did it get from Argentina to South Australia?
1: Well, they so, they asked they asked that about some of our DNA too. There's a few anom- anomalous finds with DNA mm. from right down the tip of South America, but also in um, Amazon mobs. Yeah. got that yeah we, we share quite a bit of you know markers in common there too is uh, yeah there's a lot of questions without answers that are just sort of you know I don't know they throw them out there more as we were oh you know the world is more than more than what you think is not things lovely but um yeah they're not going to change the date I don't really care about Australia day change the date of how long people been here. <laughs> Get a more deep time focus on that hashtag. Change the date idea. Change the date. End the out of Africa theory. Yeah, people come from here. Yeah, that's right. Mm. People come from here. That's where, that's where. it started.
2: And you and you always hear that. Yeah, and it's like, what do you? What do you call it? Invasion? Like I think Hello. Like if you're in Europe, mm. and and um. Germany invaded France and put mm. up the flag and made you speak their language and you had to sing their songs and change mm. the way you'd done things and you mm. and you drank more beer than you eaten frogs, um, mm. would, would that be considered at the top of invasion? Yes, it would be. And was. And this is exactly the same. So yeah. Same here. We've, we've had
1: to, but our fellas here going over there to help them out with their invasion. To turn mm. Jesus, and then they couldn't come home because they didn't have a, didn't have a passport. Blackfellas couldn't get back yeah. in Australia after they fought in both the world wars. Yeah. The, it's like, well, no, sorry, you're just going to have to stay. The Boar, wherever. Boar Wars were classic. See if Turkey will take you. Yeah, true. The Boar War the, that up in there the too. Boar,
2: the Boar Wars were a classic example yeah. of that. Uh, and you, you look at the, um, remember the guys were, must be crazy, that that group of people. Yeah,
0: yeah
1: people. them uh, San.
2: You know, it makes you think uh, some of our mob might have went out bush with them fellows
1: at once. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I want to say close-sand, um, except I know there's a click in there somewhere. And you get them clicks and pops in the middle oh, yeah, yeah. so I don't, I don't. I don't want to try and say it without saying it right, and I don't think I'd ever say it right. So, but then I don't want to say bushman either. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, they're, they're proper old. Yeah. You know, a yep. fairly decent argument to you know to say they're a pretty pretty solid contender for the oldest country, oldest culture in the world. Yeah. Uh, co- competition that we've all got going at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <Just>
0: <laughs> it's funny stuff. the
1: it's funny the metrics and the little points of competition and the little races we've got going on in the culture wars, the you know, things we focus on <laughs> about what to argue about. Like going back to the megafauna thing, there's a lot of really interesting stuff in there, in yeah. our know, law to be looking at. And um, but, but I don't know. We're prevented from looking in there because basically all we have is a vicious culture war about you know, a whole heap of archaeologists digging like hell looking for their, what they call smoking gun. They want to find a diprotodon bone with a bloody, with a stone knife mark on it to go, aha, <laughs> there's the smoking gun. You ate them. You ate them all. Ya bastards! And everybody back else to going, no, no. You know, blackfellas have, you know, always been in the RSPCA and 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 I don't know, save the wild World Wildlife Foundation. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just been, it's just been so hard talking to anybody the last couple of years. People are just insane.
0: Mm.
1: But there's heaps more interesting stuff in our law around um around megafauna than just all or nothing bloody. You know, black fellas are evil or black fellows are angels. You know, there's a lot more in that. And old will tell you about them big lizards taking the kids and and but also about ages changing, you know, massive shifts in climate change over time and having to transition from a world where, you know, massive behemoth animals were just no longer feasible. And, you know, particularly with a continent drying out the way it was, you could no longer have these big things that drank Bloody, you know, 400 litres of bloody water a day, you that you know, they basically had to change, you know, with the changing landscape and die out. And so, um, you know, it's probably not 100% true that it was just climate change that did it. You know, it's, and it's not 100% true that it's just Blackfellas that did it, you know, because we are the land and the land moves and we, we're custodians and we make sure that transitions can happen. Phase shifts can happen with a minimum yeah. amount of disruption and damage. Um, which is arguably a skill set that might be useful at this point in time. I don't know.
2: Yeah, no, I think you're onto something there. I yeah, was, I was going to go back to Gongwana for a moment. The yeah. when we were a part of Antarctica, even. yeah. yeah. Um, India and Africa being there, and these major predators that were around yeah. at the time, and I'm sure we had one or two that was a part of that. That we're in Africa. Yeah, um, yeah, but now that we've separated, they say. Um, I remember reading the that ant that was found down there in um, Esperance, the dawn mm. ant. Mm. They said it was the oldest ant, It could be the cradle of the old, you know, the oldest living ant in the world. But then someone came out and said that they found one in um, in uh, in the Amazon, which was even older.
0: Mm. And
2: and it was um, it lived under the under the, all the um, leaves and when it had come out. It was albino and it came out at mm. I'm sure that was the one that and it came out at night time. Mm. Um, so there's still things yet to be discovered. Yeah,
1: conversations. It's funny with uh, science and history and, and all the rest in you know, all these disciplines, you know, the metrics that they focus on, you know, the the items of value, you know. Uh, you know, follow those, those points of interest around, you know, the first and the last of anything. They always want to find the last something or the first something, the earliest, the first, you know, and it's interesting how much that's projected onto our sociological side of things and cultural things as Aboriginal people, you know, there's value in being the last of his tribe or the last, the last mm-hmm. fluent speaker of this language or the last song, song man from these people. You know, uh, it's a curse, really, because people find value in being that thing and, and they hold on to it and don't pass it on sometimes. So people want to be the last, but also the first. So the first Indigenous chiropractor, you know, um, <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> the
1: first the first international marbles champion, uh, <laughs> <the> Aboriginal <laughs> marbles champion. He, 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 there's all these firsts that we're all competing for. That's... <laughs> It's funny, these are the metrics, because really we're uh, living under an empire, which is, you know, basically set up first principles on winning and losing and having winners and losers and powers and narrative and resources um, conferred to the winners and those things stripped from the losers. So basically every story is about winners and losers uh, and therefore every metric, because these disciplines run on story. Um, although they're usually invisible stories, that's that first principle story, right there that you'll find every time. It's that winners and losers dynamic. And I strong, I know, I have a strong feeling, you know, from how long I've sat with all this story that that's what your ancestors were, um, were taking around the place. Was that how you can do? How you can do, you know, dynamic interactions and 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 run societies without those hierarchies and without those. Uh, the winning and losing going on. Um, I, I reckon that was our biggest export, and we probably should have gone a bit further north with it, though. I don't know. It's just that we had to wait for a while for all the ice to melt up there, and but then we just <clears> didn't <throat> get up there quick enough. I reckon we probably should have. We probably should have sent a preemptive first fleet up that way. Um, the world would be a different place. But you know, you live and you learn. Next time round next time around. around next time around we'll go down to the northern hemisphere yeah bros
0: you can I,
2: um, I was just going to say um, how Steiner schools were created to stop that um, the I'm better than you sort of um, attitude in some of our next generations um, just reflected on um, you know because you know in your school system you, you get the you get, you get the A or the B and Mm. You, get a, you turn up with a C and you oh, so good enough. You're the first in the race, you get the trophy. Yeah. And, um, you can see how um, that's created a, that attitude of I'm better than this person, that person. Mm. And then it evolves from there. Mm. And then, you, you, then you're distinction mad when you get into the,
0: mm.
2: the higher learning settings. Yeah. You, 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 then you're celebrated for that. Mm. But then you've got these um, quite achievers. Quite achievers who, um, flow below the radar and, and they trickle their way into the discussion somehow (laughs) at a later stage. I I like that sort of
1: conversation. Well, it's, Um, you know, and it's all equal in the higher castes and the, the, (laughs) the weird thing with the problem with Steiner is, is how much is grounded in that anthroposophy and theosophy and a lot of, um, a lot of the ideologies you know, coming out of, um, you know, um, this weird medium, um, Madame Blavatsky, out of her work, and um, the, which, you know, influenced um, Gandhi and Hitler, but basically eugenics, their eugenics philosophies uh, behind yeah. Steiner. I mean, I know they don't teach that directly, but it's like uh, there's this kind of um, uh, New Age philosophy, which is, you know, basically bringing this kind of, Weird co-opted Hindu caste system, you know, into <laughs> into being in strange ways. But that's that's another topic for another time, my brother. Because I got to take this little girl to kinder uh, now, so we're gonna to have to wrap straight, it up
2: straight away. I was thinking of Malthus, Spencer, and
1: oh my god, yeah, yeah, and um, Darwin. Yeah, that'll if be our that? yeah, that'll be that'll be our next yarns. There, there's some weird stuff, but particularly how much of that's getting carried on through a lot of these, uh, there's a lot of philosophies and ideologies at the moment that are informing, you know, Silicon Valley, you know, the rollout of the metaverse, Metaverse, web three, you know, all kinds of, um, you know, a lot of the big changes that are happening in the world are being really strongly influenced by a lot of, um, I mean, the information warfare that's going on at the moment, you know, the bad actors internationally that have, you know, created this entire new uh, theater of war around information disinformation misinformation you know these ones are you know strongly influenced by those um those philosophies and mm-hmm. yeah and and, exactly. and and there is there is a spirituality that comes with it and it's really yeah. strongly attached to um, you know a, a few uh different ancient things it's um it's really interesting but anyway i've just started up a project I joined a project at deacon in the sociology yep. department and people who are looking really quite deeply into that. So, you know, we might have another yarn about that one too.
0: But this little soon. girl,
1: i going to go for, going to go for my bub now because I've got to go and drop her at uh, kinder. Yep. So we're going to have to wrap it up. Brothers.
2: Thanks for um, inviting me to, into this um, platform to speak. And, um, I, you know, I respect what you do as well. And, um, it's deadly that we could meet up again. Yeah. Yeah. And Yama to everyone down there. Yeah. Um, down that way, he's all locked up for a long time down there, which is terrible. But uh, one day I'll get down there and yeah. get to meet people and it'll
1: be beautiful and deadly. Now you become media for um Book Tour. Oh, awesome. So that's, that's, that my hot, that's my hot pick, hot pick for 2022. Is it, do you have a title yet? They'll probably change it anyway. Publishers always do. Uh, don't, let, don't want to let, the get want to let out that of the in. Bag. All right. I just watched this space. Vic Briggs, um, the next uh, next fuel for the fire in the culture war. It's coming from here. Um, oh. And he's done Othello, so um, his public speaking is pretty damn good. <laughs> so look out.
2: Loose, loose lip sync ships, they say. Eh?
1: That's him. All right. Well, I think we did well. We didn't do any spoilers. and um, But we're giving people a bit of a teaser, a teaser here of the Briggs, uh, the Briggs, the Vic Briggs. Uh, wildfire that's uh, soon to soon to spread from Elko Island to Kangaroo Island. All right, bros. It's deadly. Love your work. Catch you next time round.
2: All right, my brother. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. No worries. I'll see you next time. Oh.